I was asked by the by the Anhala and by some other people perhaps the, it would be possible to learn the Sefer Eishkaidish together here in the yeshiva it's never really been learned maybe pieces here and there have been taught learned different chaburas but to learn the, to try to go through the Sefer Kaseidah not not by the parashas HaShavuah wouldn't be able to finish not all the parashas are here I don't think that I have to tell you. I hope I don't have to tell you the history that's behind this Sefer. It's important that you take a look and see on your own. Mitzvah Shem, in the next, in the next um, two or three weeks, there's coming out a, a, a Sefer in English. And Shmuzna were given at the Hilulas over the past uh, 12, 13 years. And there, I speak a lot about the Rebbe, what the Rebbe did for us, for all of Klai Yisrael, by giving a voice to the Kedoshim, not just a voice, there are many, many, many hundreds of books that have been written, somehow stories that have been preserved, and there are still those, much fewer than in the past, who remember the stories but that we should be able to hear Torah from those years. From a tzaddik, a Kaddish Elyon. And to be able to receive from him a true Messiah of how Jews respond to Hestapah. Of how we as a people respond to suffering, to difficulties from a person who lived in it. From a person who was consumed by those fires. That is unprecedented to have such a thing. Not that there aren't other, there were some tzaddikim there that survived Baruch Hashem, and there are others who have written. Just recently, a remarkable diary was compiled by a very, very chashev Talmud who was killed in the war, and the papers were put together. But the magnitude of the Eish Kaidish, the Chiddush of the Eish Kaidish, is something which many have described as being simply unique in our history, the Savior. The terrorists that were spoken while it was happening, that were said, that were given over to give chizik to himself, to give chizik to those Jews who were holding on to him those last, those last moments in the Warsaw Ghetto and then afterwards. So if you have a chance to read up and to see, there are many studies books, Svarm, the biography, the brief biography of Baron Saraski that's printed in, uh, in the Eish Kaidish and in other places as well. The English edition of Chavis Thambidim and other places it's found is very, very good and very clear. But we're not going to be talking about the Rebbe's life. We're going to be learning the Rebbe's Torah. Over the years in the shul, we've learned the two Svarim that we haven't learned together are Eish Kaidish and Der HaMelech. Der HaMelech, of course, was written before the Mulchama. Very long and difficult Mamarm, very sharp and tief chsidus. for another time. But I also felt a very big hysteria to learn together with to learn together with the Chavra, the Sefer, Kaseida. 
that means that we could be talking about Shabbat Shuvah and it'll already be cold outside, you understand. We have to, we're going to go Kaseda, not, we're not learning now Parshish HaShavuah. It's not a class for Parshish HaShavuah, according to the Rebbe from Pizat. To try to go with the Rebbe through the Yesh Kodesh. That's what we're going to try to do. And now, Madrega, to, to somehow capture the emotions, to capture the mood that the Rebbe was in, to be able to see what he saw and to take us with him is a remarkable thing. Just a Sharblad, which you don't have in front of you. Some of you probably have the Sefer at home or brought it here. If you have the Sefer, try to bring it. If you don't have the Sefer, then you could find out how many of you don't have the Sefer and we could try to order it. There's a, there have been a few editions. This latest edition is, is, has been uh, published by Feldheim, in Lashna Kaidish. And if, if we find out how many of the Chevra need it, we could probably get it relatively quickly. I'm, I'm hoping it's still available. We could try to get it very, very quickly. But it would be much easier for everybody to have the Sefer who intends on being able to be here instead of, uh, instead of the, dealing with all the papers and so on, with the photostats. That everybody should try to have the Sefer. It's, it's important Sefer to have among Yisvarim. And to have the safe ice cray, we should be able to learn it in the menshlicha way, not with the not with the photostats. The, the safer has a sharblad. The sharblad of safe ice cray, the shimmers to her is mishnois hashoa tavshin tavshin ala tavshin beis. Amoris to her is pure teachings from those years of the Holocaust. Shnemru b'shabosus yom tovim begato varsha hadavuya. It was said. They were taught in the Warsaw Ghetto. Me'ais kvayt kedusha sa'adonayna moreyna v'rabeinu kedosh Yisrael roish l'goyla sa'ariya b'tzina d'nahayra chasidu u'prisha b'nam shal kedosha the holy lamp, the holy light the chasid, the tzaddik descendant of great tzaddikim ha'kodosh v'reyna harab kolonim as'kalmish z'echet tzadu v'kosh l'avroch ha'shem k'rem d'omer ha'bezin d'kilis p'yasetzna b'al m'chab y'seif v'chav v'zatalmidim Ben Kvayt Kedushas Admar Harav Atzadik Hakadosh Ishaluki Benanshal Kedush Benanshal Kedushim Kvayt Kedushas Marein Harav Elimelech Av Bezdin Grudgesk Bal Mechabes Sefer Imrei Elimelech Vedivrei Elimelech And the Rebbe was the was the son-in-law of Kvayt Kedushas Admar Atzadik Hakadosh Ishaluki Rachimil Moshe from Kajnitz. So we're connecting ourselves to a to a chain to a Shalshalas to a Mesorah that goes back to the biggest, biggest, biggest tzaddik. And it's one of the, it's one of the nisim of our generation, it's one of the nisim of our time, that more than ever, the world is turning to the, to the Rebbe, is turning to the Piyazatzna, the Chizik, For his chazkas, Chavis Talmidim has become a sefer that's taught, that's learned everywhere in all different yeshivas. But especially for those who feel a connection to the Holocaust, either through family or because they're part of Amisa, there's no other sefer that has a way of resonating with those neshamas that can't stop thinking about what happened. And growing up, I was one of those, and I still am one of those neshamas. 
in the, in the house that I was raised. And as I just wrote in the Hagdama, this Sefer that's coming out soon, that when I was growing up, I grabbed every single thing I could about the Holocaust, everything in English, everything in Hebrew, whatever I could find about the Melchama, to try to make some sense out of things. And the Rebbe never explained. There's no Terutzim here. There are a lot of kashas in the Ishkadis, but they're not Terutzim. But it gave me, and it still gives me, the biggest Nechama to learn this Sefer. As much as it hurts, as painful as it is, the Nechama, the Nechama is... The Necham is infinite, Mamish infinite. It's unbelievable Necham in the Sefer. Which doesn't mean to say that the Sefer is all about the misery and the suffering. It's not. But every single Torah was an opening to give life for those Jews who were, who were dying together with him. Every single Torah. And it can be learned, each Torah can be learned on many levels. We're going to try to understand just the Pshat and our Madrega to learn the Sefer. Something that we have to give over to our children, to our grandchildren. Till Mashiach. Till Mashiach will greet us and maybe we'll have some Terutz and then. And if not, we'll still be okay. So open up the pages that you have. If you have the Sefer, the first drosha is Rosh Hashanah. So it works out very well. <laughs> this was a drosha that was given in September 1939. That year, Rosh Hashanah came out in the English calendar, September 14th and 15th. And very, I have to be very clear, there's not a class in theology, it's a class, in, we're learning Torah together, we're learning Pneumius Torah together, from one of the most remarkable tzaddikim and one of the most beautiful sfarim that have ever been written. The fact that it raises many questions, and it opens wounds, that's part of our experience, of who we are, and what we have to be sensitive to as Jews. The Rebbe begins with two psukim, one from Tehillim, one from Eiv. I don't have to translate that. He's calling out from such a, a place, such a meitzah. That Hashem should answer me with great expansiveness. Kurli Shamata Eve says, You have heard, Hashem, you have heard my voice. Al Talim Please, Hashem, don't hide or don't close your ears. The Rav Chosi Lishavosi to help me and to rescue me and to save me. These are Psukim, of course, that I said from the Psukim that we say before Tkir Shaif. The Medrash says, They, they learned Pshat in the Pasik, where the Pasik says, says, Go and eat your bread with joy. And to drink with a good heart your wine. Hashem is pleased with your actions. Ki kvarotzeh ha'elokim es ma'asach. 
Chazal used this Pasuk to describe the Matzav that we're in, Matzoyim Kippur. That moment after Tkiyah Shoifah, when Yom Kippur is finished, and Hashem says to each and every one of us, Lech echol b'simcha lachmecha. Ushasei b'leiv toiv yeinecha. To go and to eat b'leiv toiv. And to drink. Because Hashem is pleased with you. Hashem has forgiven you. He's appeased. So the Rebbe brings the Medrash in Kahelas. Rosh Hashanah v'yom ha-kippurim. Marshal medina shahaysa chayavis lipsin. Lamelech. The Medrash says a marshal that there was a certain place that they owed taxes to the king. Sholach Hamelach Gabai Timyoin. The king sent a tax collector, Ligavoisa, to collect the tax. Berichuk Asara Milan, when the tax collector was ten miles ten milan from the from the Medina from that place, Yotsu Gedoile Hamedina. So the greatest people, the leaders of the Medina, went out ten miles outside to meet the tax collector, the Kalsuhu, and they were praising the king. And there was a there was a Hanukha of a third of the tax. As the collector reached five miles within the Medina, Yotsu Habenunim, and the people who were sort of in the middle type, they came, the Kalsuhu, the Hitlehem Shlish, and other Shlish. Shakarav, when he came very close to the Medina, Yotsu Lekrosay Anoshim Anoshim Betaf, then all the, all the simplest men, women, and children came out, the Kalsuhu, Umochalem and there was complete mechil. In other words, the the tax was nimchal, was was cancelled. And what he told them was, this representative of the king told the people, was ozel, whatever happened until now, whatever happened, happened. Whatever was, was, whatever went, went. From now on begins a new chashman. From now on there's a new chashman. Whatever was, was. Forget about it. It's okay. Mochalach. But now a new chashman begins. So the Medrash goes on. Kach Erev Rosh Hashanah. So it is. Erev Rosh Hashanah. There are great people fast, as it's brought down in Shachnarach, that there were people who fasted on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Kach Erev Rosh Hashanah, G'dali Hador Mis'anen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mati Lehem Shlish Ma'avon Yisayim. So a third of the Averis are forgiven of Am Yisrael. Shunemar, Ki Imcha Aslicha Laman Tivari. Ki Imcha Aslicha, that Hashem, because together with you comes forgiveness, Laman Tivari, so that so that we should be able to fear Hashem. Rabbi Yachah said that from Rosh Hashanah, Hashem has prepared and has made ready forgiveness. Why? 
in order that we fear him. So that the fear of Hashem should be upon those whom he created. So during during I says and there's more forgiveness until finally Yom Kippur, Misan and Kula, all Jews are fasting. On Yom Kippur, Hakadosh Baruch Hu Matulhem Oich Shlishma Avnesayim Asher Misan and Noshim Noshim V'Taf Marchlem Hakadosh Baruch Hu Asakol. Hashem is finally Marchel everything on Yom Kippur V'Oimer Mada Ozel Ozel, and Hashem says to us, Matzoy Yom Kippur, Mada Ozel Ozel, whatever has passed has passed. Whatever was in the past, Hashem says, forget about it. Ma'da ozel ozel, men hochel ahalun huchushbena. But let us begin now a new and fresh cheshbena, a new and fresh reckoning. Let's begin from now. But I'm deleting everything from the past, and that's the medrash on this pasuk. When Matzim Kippur Hashem tells us, Leichachol b'simchalach mecha, go home. Leichachol b'simchalach mecha, and the joy that you and I feel. Matzim Kippur. I'm not talking about the relief that a person feels because he was hungry or he was tired, that he felt pressure because there's a whole fat moxet to say. But the joy, the joy that a person feels, that a Jew feels Matsayim Kippur, that something happened, that something changed, that something was dipped into the mikveh, something was fixed. That feeling is the baskal that you and I hear in our neshamas of this medrash and of the pasik, lech echal b'simchalach to go drink simcha and to eat and to drink besimcha. Kikvar rotzer lekimis masecha. Kadosh Baruch Hu said, "Mada ozel ozel." Whatever happened, it happened. Last year, the last fifty years, the last seventy years, whatever it was, how old you are, forget it. But mikanalahaba, let's try to get things straight. Try to work it out. We'll begin a new cheshbon. That's the Medrash. Adkan. So the Rebbe begins to explain. He says a very, very deep tire. The Rebbe is trying to explain the Pasuk that we're so familiar with. You know, there are a lot of psukim that we know so well that we don't think about them. We don't have to try to understand them. We just say them because it's part of what we say. But if you think about the words, because Hashem, because you forgive, because you work this out with us, because you forgive, the whole point of that is that we should fear you. It doesn't seem to go. A person might think the other way. A person might think, because I know that Hashem is so forgiving, I'm not going to be so afraid. I'm not going to be afraid. What's the meaning of Ki'imcha Haslicha Lamantivar? Ki'imcha Haslicha Lamantivar. Me'yosh Hashan Haslicha Mesukanes. Vukadesh Nirum Yermenu Yisbarach. The Pasuk is telling us, and the Medrash is explaining to us, that the tachlis of the slicha, the tachlis of this forgiveness that Hashem has prepared for us, is to help us learn 
to fear Him, to serve Him in the right way. As Kol Ha'olam Barak Adash Baruch Hu Kedelira Milafanav, Hashem created the entire world, all worlds, so that they should fear Him. Kamayish Amar Hakosuf, as it says in Pasuk, Vehelukim Asa Sheyiru Milafanav. Says in Kahalas, Vehelukim Asa Sheyiru Milafanav. Hashem has made everything. Shayiru Milfanov, so that there could be this year. Vaaf Haslicha, and even forgiveness. Who should near the next place? Who should near Milfanov? Everything, everything is to bring us to that feeling of awareness, of being aware of a Baruch Hu. Fear doesn't mean, let's not learn this like children, doesn't mean to be afraid to get a patch. Although the Rebbe does mention in a minute the Indian of Yir, so Einish, a very basic level of Yir. But the tachlis is not that we should be afraid. The tachlis is that we should be avdei Hashem. That we should be aware every single second of our lives. Shivisa Hashem So everything was created to bring us to that feeling of His presence, including slicha, including forgiveness. Kimcha slicha lemanti vare. Because when a person is, God forbid, filthy with sin, if he's weighed down in the filth, by the filth of his sins, and because of that, he's tormented, and he's going through terrible suffering. A person in that state who looks at himself as a disgusting, filthy creature and who sees the misfortune of his life as the result as the result of his sins, of his filth. That person cannot truly fear Hashem in a real way. Now you might say the other, you might say just the opposite. What do you mean this guy, this guy is somebody who, who really could come to you as Hashem? I don't have to tell you, there was a very, very big machlaikas in this past generation Really, the one that we're living in, I guess the time post-Holocaust, there's a very, very big chiluk between tzaddikim of how to understand, to look at the Holocaust bechlal. There were those, I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to give an impression like this or like that, about this tzaddik or that tzaddik, tzaddikim. But there were those tzaddikim who saw the Holocaust as midah k'neged midah, as punishment for the Assimilation that was taking place in Europe, punishment for secular Zionism, and the sins of European Jewry. There were other tzaddikim who were absolutely repulsed by that view and reached into 
the Ginzai, the Malka, the treasure of the king, the Pnimis Atayra, the Sisrei Atayra, where there are much, much deeper explanations. So why is it that there's so much suffering in the world? In general, you'll find that those tzaddikim who did not go through the Holocaust were more inclined to the first view, to be able to say, Midah Keneged Midah. But those Jews who went, those tzaddikim who went through the Holocaust, who saw it with their own eyes, for the most part, they couldn't accept it. They couldn't accept it. This machloik is, has undercurrents ad hayyay. The Rebbe was not from the school of Midah Kenegad Midah. Not to say he didn't believe in Midah Kenegad Midah, and not to say that he didn't believe in Chazal say, and Yisurim B'lai Chait, that Chait, sin, is connected to suffering. But to explain to explain the murder of six million plus, six million plus, including many, many, many holy and pure tzaddikim, innocent men, women, and children, not just those who were guilty of the sins of, of that period of time, seemed incomprehensible to the Rebbe. The tachlis of everything is that we should grow close to Hashem. Hashem Isbach wants us to be near Him. A person, the Rebbe says over here in this sentence, that a person who feels unforgiven, a person who feels both unforgiven, despised by God, and being beaten by God, is not going to get close to God. There are some who can, but most don't. And if there was a time that that worked in the past, and the Gemaras that are brought regarding the Churban and Midah Kenegad Midah, the Rebbe, like many other tzaddikim, saw that not everything that was in the past is necessarily the way that it is in the present. <coughs> And just because the Churban was explained in certain ways, the Churban Beis HaMikdash, doesn't mean that after all of those years, that's still what we're living in. Ki'imcha haslicha lamanti tivari, the Rebbe says that when a person knows that there's forgiveness that's available, and that Hashem is Baruch is working at a deep union with him. It's not just, God forbid, to give him a smack. But Hashem is Baruch loves him. And that Hashem is Baruch is forgiving him. And that Hashem is Baruch is ready to say, Mada Ozl, whatever was, was. And let's go vital, let's go, let's go forward, let's go further. So that the Rebbe said, such a person can come to a real U.S. The unforgiven, the person who feels unforgiven, the Rebbe says, he can come to a, a state of year. The same way that a child who's raised in a home, 
with his very, very, very strong discipline, where everything is with Yad Achazaka, everything's with his Ro and the Tuya, everything is in very strong and harsh ways. That child could be fearful of his father and respectful of his father. But is he truly close to his father? Or is he afraid? There are Madragas of Yerushamai. The Ramchal, of course, talks about this in Mesil Sasharim and all the Swam talk about different Madragas of Yerushamai. Kikisha Ish Maluklach Bechatoim will be Shvilzemis Yasib Yisurim Koshum and Morim Rachman Lusan Koshish Yerim Hashem Yer Amitis Megdulasai Yisbarachim Yadar Gainai. It's very hard for such a person who feels totally disgusting and weighed down by his Aveyus and being beaten for his Aveyus, it's very hard for such a person to come to true Yeras, Hashem. Yer Amitis Megdulosa, because of Hashem's greatness, and the splendor and the glory of Hashem. Ki Iker Hayira Himigadlus Hashem because the Iker Hayira is not to cower in fear and to hide from Hashem. The Bais Yaakov brings down how we see from Sefer Daniel that the Umas the nations of the world, the Oyv Devadazara, they're also God-fearing. They're also God-fearing. But their fear of God has caused them to run away from Him, to hide from Him. They can't, they can't stand the thought of being in God's presence because they're so afraid of Him that they have run away. They've disappeared. But only a Jew is able to stand in God's presence. By us, the Ikir and the Tachlis of Yash Shemahim is not to run away. to be able to be near, to be close, and to serve him with Yira, not to run away, not to hide. There are people who have so much Yira Shemaim that they can't come near Hashem at all. They can't come close to him. But Hashem. Shakal Nefesh Yisraeli Margeshes, Kal Achas Lefi Erka, true Yira, the Tachlis, is that one should feel Yira Migadlus Hashem. Shakal Nefesh Yisraeli Margeshes, which deep inside every Jew's soul feels. Kal Achas Lefi Erka, each person according to his Madrega. And such a person who feels the godless of Hashem, Hashem's greatness, who feels a sense of Hashem's, of Hashem's beauty, His holiness, His greatness, 
He, he trembles at the thought of sinning against such a wonderful God, against such a great God. He trembles at the thought he couldn't bring himself to sin. That's one kind of a Jew. But v'yesh ish, but there's another kind of yira. Shebekirboi margish yiras ha'aynesh. Whose fear that the fear that he's the fear that he's aware of that he senses is yiras ha'aynesh. It's just the fear of getting beaten, of getting punished. Ashagam hi yirami gadlus asha. Okay? It's also a big madraga. Yiras ha'aynesh is a big madraga. A person believes in ashgah ha'pratis. He believes in schav ha'aynesh. He believes he believes that he's held accountable for his for his actions v'chulu. That's a madraga. And no one could say that it's not a madraga. It's a madraga, yiras ha'aynesh. But the Rebbe says, But the person who, whose entire year, everybody has to have years of to fall back on always. We have to have that basic years of But a person whose entire year, the Rebbe is talking about his years of the Rebbe says he's a small person. It's pathetic. Because Bemis, he's Tamid Shakua, he's always immersed in what? Ba'atz Musa. He's immersed in himself. It's not because, it's not Yir, it's not Yir's Hashem because of Kedusha's Hashem and Godless Hashem. It's because he doesn't want anything to happen to himself. He's afraid for his own skin. He, he lives completely in his own in his own little world. It's all about himself. So in order to in order to avoid in order to in order to avoid uh, a mess that could that could take place if I'm not if I'm not being a good boy, so alright, give me the slichas, I'll say some slichas. What I have to I have to go to the water to say tashluch, I'll say tashluch. I have to show up in shul a couple of days of the year, I have to do this, I'll do that. Anything in order to preserve my my life, my family's life, and if I could help a couple of other friends and relatives along the way, it'd be great. But the bottom line is, it's about himself. It's about himself. He's always shaku in his own needs. So if I appease the angry God, then you know, then then the, my stock will, will do well. I have to do something to appease God. So I have to make some kind of a sacrifice. All right, Jews don't bring human sacrifices. We don't, uh, we don't uh, do stuff like that. So, I, so we have to say slichus a couple of days. I have to show that I'm serious for a few days of shul. To shlug a little kaparus, whatever you have to do. You know, to go through the Tishrei uh, rituals. To appease the angry God. If I clap al chayt and I read a couple of extra ones and like some expanded version of the machzor or something, I can get you can get extra super duper vidui's and stuff. And I say these things and I pound real hard on my chest. And maybe, maybe I'll even change one thing. Maybe, 
Not to say that all this is not important, but it's about himself. Really, he's afraid for his own soul. Yes, Migadlus Hashem. Because he knows it's a Madrega again, it's a Madrega. He knows that Hashem is the Balabas. And he doesn't want to mess with him. Or if he messed with him, he wants to he wants to appease him. So he experiences this year in a very self-centered way. Because he's afraid that he might lose those things in life that he would like to hold on to. His health, his family, and so on, his panasa. The Rebbe returns to the higher Madrega of Yira, the Yira Amitis. The Rebbe says, Shalom, when do you think it's possible for a Jew to really feel true Yira? You want us to feel true Yira, not, not the lower class Yira. You want us to feel a Yira. Yiras HaRayim was Yiras Kedushas Hashem and so on. So the Rebbe says, Zorak Bishosh Anafshu Shalisha Yisraeli Aymedes. That's only when the soul of a Jew is alive, is healthy. Oz Yechoylo Lahargish is Kirvas Elokim. Asher then the soul can feel. Kirvis elokim asherilah. Oz yichol lahargish is kirvis elokim, the closeness to Hashem asherilah. And as you draw close to Hashem, and as you draw near, uliras yirasi is baruch. The closer you, the closer you get to Hashem baruch, the more you realize how great He is the more you understand, the more you appreciate His greatness. And therefore, the more you can be filled with Yerush Hashem. Masha'ein Kain, which is not the case, when a person is filthy with sins, the natural, the natural feeling is, how dare I even come to him? How could I even get close to him? I have no, I have no place being in his Dalaramas. How could I even come close to Hashem? That feeling when a person, after a person has done something particularly disgusting, Hashem Yerachim. So it could begin with a broken heart and some remorse, but more often, it takes the person further away. It doesn't bring him closer to Shavis Hashem and Agdi Samit. It can. There could be a tremendous, tremendous upheaval, and it could be a turning point in his life to do tshuva and to bemis, bemis, come back to Hashem in a real way. But very often, like the Ayv Devadazara, Lahavdul, a person just feels, I'm already so far, there's no hope. I, I, 
might as well just I might as well just live it up in the in the world that I'm in. Like Acher, like like Elisha and Avuya said, Isil this Hani Mihalma. He didn't hear the baskal of Hashem, or he ignored the baskal of Hashem that said Shuva Bonam Shavavim Chutz Meach. He didn't hear it for what it really was, which was really Hashem calling out to him to come back. He heard Chutz Meacher and he ran away. And his feeling was, if I don't have, if I don't have Olam Haba, if I don't have that relationship with Hashem because of what I've done, then I might as well enjoy this world. Ever since Adam and Chav were thrown out of Gan Eden, there is such a feeling that people have that when they do something that they realize is terrible, they also imagine Hashem asking them to leave. And then what follows is a strange thought. But it's understandable. The thought is, well, if I can't have the Gan Eden that Hashem made, because I was thrown away, I was thrown out of, Gan, of his Gan Eden, then I'm just going to have to build a Gan Eden for myself where I am. My own Gan Eden. And that Gan Eden, that Gan Eden usually doesn't have any resemblance to Hashem's Gan Eden. It's usually a Gehenna. So if you don't allow me into your Gan Eden, or if I'm not welcomed in your Gan Eden, and he sees the, he sees the La, Tacherev, he sees the Kruvim that are standing, guarding the entrance back to Hashem, and they're holding there a sign, you're not welcomed here, you can't come back here. So with that feeling, the person runs away and makes a Gan Eden outside of, outside of Hashem's Gan Eden, someplace else. What, what he thinks Gan Eden would be for him in this world. And he runs away from Hashem's book. So the Rebbe says, when a person is filthy with chatoin, with sins, he doesn't hear Hashem calling him back. He hears Hashem sending him away. And even though he knows there's such a thing as tshuva, he also hears what Acher heard, chutzmi Acher, except fill in your own name, whatever your name is. Chutz mi Moshe Kapoya. Chutz, you fill in the, your own name. Everybody else is welcomed back to Hashem, except for me. So the Rebbe says that at best, a person like that will go on keeping mitzvahs and trying to avoid Averis out of a sense of Yerusha'inish, because he's worried about losing more stuff. He's, wor- he's worried about things getting worse in his life. A person's suffering terribly. Maduka is crushed by Yisur and by misery, by suffering. He's not a person. He's not a, he's not a person. Until he's completely crushed and crumbling. He's totally numb. 
the Rebbe was talking to, this was at the beginning of, of the Milchon. Where a person doesn't feel his soul anymore. Forget about feeling Hashem's presence. Because of the suffering and because of, his, because of the filth in his life, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't feel emotions at all. He's numb. The heart is shut, is closed. As kosher she is ragesh, be yiras Hashem, the epoche, the epochid mahadar goinai. It's very hard for such a person to expect that there should be yira amitis, a yira that comes from loving Hashem, that comes from wanting to be near Hashem, that comes from feeling Hashem's presence. Is there sha'im ha'posik? And that's what the Pasik is saying. Ki imcha haslicha lamanti varim. Ki imcha haslicha lamanti varim. We know, Hashem, that you are forgiving and that you have prepared for each and every one of us forgiveness. Doesn't mean that it's for nothing. Of course, you have to work. But ki imcha haslicha, why? Lamanti varim. In order that we should be alive, in order that we should want to be near you, to return to you. Because in that other state of being filthy with sin, being unforgiven, and being weighed down by suffering, the Rebbe says, the Malch is saying, we don't get closer to you. We might be afraid of you, but is that what you wanted? We might recoil and hide in a corner and duck. But is that what you want? You see, by davening, it's the easiest time to see within oneself and others how it's so uncomfortable for people to be in Hashem's presence. It's just uncomfortable. You find people that otherwise really don't have much to say. The wives haven't heard from them in 30 years. But when they come to shul, the guy becomes like Mahamashina. He becomes, he becomes the most articulate person on the planet. He's got nothing to say the rest of his life. But the second he walks into shul where he feels that this is a place where you know, God is more over here than other places, that's what he feels. I mean, he knows that this is a shul. So all of a sudden, people start to act really weird in the shul, right? There's a lot of strange stuff that goes on in the shul. <laughs> I don't have to explain that. Everybody knows it's very strange. It's the strangest. If you just stop and look at strange things, strange types of behavior, in sure. What they all have in common is this awkwardness, a feeling of being uncomfortable. And the need to be there as little as possible, to come to davening late, to leave davening early, and to make sure that the Baltfila um, that the Baltfila doesn't slap things out. So I can get back to that place where I don't feel him looking at me. I don't want him looking at me. It's a sign of our spiritual 
dysfunctionality. We see that more in shul than anywhere else in the world. Not by learning, by learning a person likes to learn, he doesn't feel that Hashem is, it's not so much an Indian, he doesn't feel Hashem is over here right now, it's, uh, it's interesting. But by davening, it's, that's when the real strange stuff goes on. Davening. So the Rebbe says, the Posig is telling us, Ki'imcha aslich l'manti vore. Ki'imcha aslich l'manti vore. And as, in, as it says in the Medrash that we just learned, the Baruch Shalom has for each and every one of us a, 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 a package that says Slich Mechilakapar. I have it all ready, all prepared. Forgiveness is ready prepared. And if a Jew knows that, and he taps into what this time of the year is really about, what it's really about, I'll talk about it a little bit later tonight, Mr. Shem. If he taps into what it's really about, Then it will be Kidesha Tehei It will be Laman Tivare. When I know that you're ready to forgive me, then I can begin to fear you again. Again, fear you not to be afraid. I can begin to serve you again. I can begin to approach you. The Kaven Shabroshana says me Chuviam Kipurim Hem Yomim Shinimtsabam Kadashbaru. Since this time of the year, these days are days of Kedrashis Rachmenos Al Dirsha Hashem Biyimotzei Kru Behayosei Karov. The Kashbaruch is mamish mamish leaves the palace and comes out into the field to be with each and every one of us. He's he's here. He's here more more available, more accessible, more present than any other time of the year. Lachain misgalus elokis lenav shayshleish. Because the person feels his presence. Because the soul of a Jew feels Hashem's presence. It arouses, it awakens within each Jew more of a feeling of year. And why is it that at this time Hashem is so much more present, so to speak. Why is He why is He revealed in that way to each and every one of us of Why is that? Because this is the time of the year when Hashem is a Megala, his Malchus. It's the time of Hamelech. Because Ki Hayoim Haras Eulah. Because it's the time when the world was when the world was created or conceived. Hayoim Haras Eulah. It's when Hashem was Megala, his Malchus. It's when, it's when the Malchus of Hashem was revealed. When this whole creation, the whole project of the Bria began. Ki Hayoim Haras Eulah. So because that every year is Mesoyer again, this time of the year, Hayom Haras Oilom is happening again. So the whole Indian of Hayom Haras Oilom is Galei Kivoyed Malchusch, is Hamelech, Uvechein Tein Partecha. Zeh Hayom Tchilas Masecha. 
It's a car in the Yamrish. Kayyam Haras Oilam, a Cholabria, Legalis Malchusius, Barha Yisrael Haisa. Now, Tachlis of creation is Gil Hamalchus. So, this time of the year, which is the time of creation, there's a Gil Hamalchus, and, a, and, a, and, a, and the Melech is Misgale, and is felt, is more easily felt than any other time of the year. Zerah Hapshad B'Medjish, Anis Kilahel. The Medrash uses the fast days. The Tanesim and the Moshal are, are when the people come out and they <coughs> praise the king and give cover to the king. So we have these different Ervashana, there's some Sadiqim the fast, then you have then you have a Sesmechuva, the Hashiva people fast, whatever, and then we have some Gedalia now, and then and then Yom Kippur, even the simple people fast. But it's all about fasting. So the Rebbe asks, What kind of a praise is that for Hashem? The Tanesim. How are the fast days? Akilus for Hashem. How are the Fiha Omer? According to what we just learned, How are the Fiha Omer Le'el? Besides all of the beautiful shiras and tishbachas that we sing because we feel Hashem is here. So we, we have tons of, of, of piyutim and of zmiras and songs and so on because we feel that He's here and, and, and we, we, we sing to Him and we praise Him. But it's not just that. The Rebbe says, Gam kol Even all of our screaming all of our begging, and all of our crying, and our fasting, all of that is a kilos lalis baruchu. Why? Because all of that is a sign of our being aware of him being here near us. If, you, if the king is a million miles away, you don't throw yourself at his feet. But if you know that the king is here in the room, and you start screaming and crying, you start shaking. All of that is a kilos. All of that is a song to Hashem. So not just the songs, not just the Piyutim and this mirus at this time of the year and all of that, but the crying, the trembling, all of those emotions, all of those feelings, are the result of gili malchus Hashem, of being closer to Hashem's baruch. When Avshenu bekirba. And our, our souls sense his closeness. And that brings to a feeling of fear. And all of these other emotions. And there's a, a, a natural sense of pachat, of, of fear that one has because of the things that he's done that are not right, that are not good. There's a natural sense of so ki imcha haslicha, this is what we learned so far, Mitcham will continue next time. Ki imcha haslicha is lamantivari. First there has to be a healthy, normal human being who who feels that he has the ability to approach God. In order to have the ability to approach God, I have to feel that he's he'll work with me. He'll take off this burden of filth that I've covered myself in. Not for nothing, I have to work at it, but he, but we can work it out. 
and I'm not being crushed by my suffering. I'm a person that I could that I could get up and I could and I could I could think, I could talk, I could breathe, I could serve him. So that's Ki Imcha Slicha Lamanti Var. Mr. Shem will continue next time. We'll finish try to finish the drasha next time, Mr. Shem. Da Marvna?